support this show and all of the work in the Heartland Pod universe by going to heartlandpod.com and clicking the Patreon link to sign up. Membership starts at a dollar a month and goes up from there with extra shows and special access at the higher levels. Heartlandpod.com. Click the Patreon link or just go to Patreon and search for the Heartland Pod. No matter the level you choose, your membership helps us create these independent shows as we work together to change the conversation. Welcome back to the Heartland Pod. My name is Adam Summer. I am your host. Just going to be me on this pod. This is Tuesday, January 31st. And uh, just wanted to uh, take take a short time, a, a quick podcast hit, to just kind of point something out. Just just help us all get a little 30,000-foot view on some stuff that uh, has been rattling around in my head. And uh, so I wanted to uh, jump into that stuff. So thanks for joining me. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is, again, Adam Summer. I'm an attorney out in West Central Missouri. And uh, I help uh, run this Heartland Pod platform. We have lots of different shows. So check out our feed. Uh, our feed houses all of our shows right now. At some point, we'll, we'll split some shows off. But uh, you get lots of variety on our feed Monday through Friday. So you might find a couple of shows you like. Maybe you don't want all of our shows. Maybe you want one of them or two of them. I don't know. Check them out. Uh, check out the uh, reviews. we got some new reviews coming up. And folks are uh, being very kind. But uh, thank you very much for those. And if you feel so led to leave one. Uh, really appreciate it. it uh, we read them. We really read them. Uh, in fact, uh, Sean was sharing one, uh, one of the co-hosts from the Monday show, he was sharing one of the, the reviews in our uh, group Slack chat that we used to organize everything. And it, uh, it you know, it's a big deal uh, to get to, to hear what people think and especially some of the kind words we've gotten. So thank you to those folks. And we are going to read some of those on an upcoming episode too. So uh Wanted to remind folks, uh, you heard the Patreon commercial at the beginning. That was the voice of Jess Piper. Uh, she does host the Dirt Road Democrat show that comes out on Thursdays. And uh, it's a great show. Jess does an awesome job with it. She's uh, really finding an, uh, just an awesome uh, you know, lane for that show. Uh, and if you sign up on our Patreon right now, Friday night we're going to have a live show. at. Uh, it's going to start at 7 p.m. For most folks, if you're at our highest level of Patreon members, we're actually going to open the gates a little bit early for some behind the scenes and and let you kind of uh, be with us as we get set up to to hit the stream button for everybody else. And uh, yeah, so that's at seven o'clock. So you just got to sign up on our Patreon. There's a dollar a month, two bucks a month, uh, five bucks a month is where you unlock a, a lot more extra stuff, and then uh, you can go higher if uh, you know if, if you have the means and the, and the desire to do so. We appreciate everybody who helps us out over there no matter the level because that's what lets us do these shows it lets us cover the cost to you know have the podcast services and to make sure everybody's got the equipment to do the shows and uh, you know if we need something extra to get something done it, you know that's what makes this all possible so your support uh, allows us to have independent uh, you know audio opinion journalism uh, and bring you something that's just it's a little bit different right we're we're not coming to you from a major news production or something like that. We're folks who are, you know, boots on the ground in a real way and uh, bringing you, you know, politics and government issues through through our lens uh, and helping us all change the conversation and, and understand what's going on out there. So thank you very much to everybody who goes to heartlandpod.com and clicks that Patreon link and signs up. Uh, this episode, 
I want to start with uh, a, a statistic, and then I want to take it from there. And uh, just just bear with me. I, I hope it'll make sense at the end. Uh, but uh, let me let me get into it here uh, right after this little uh, quick little break here. All right, here's the statistic to open it up. Seventy four point three percent of teachers are women. Twenty five point seven percent are men. Okay, that's an important thing to understand at the offset of this. Basically, three quarters of teachers are women. Now, why does that matter? Well, right now, if you're paying attention to legislators in places like Missouri or Ohio or lots of other states, Indiana, Texas, basically states that are Republican majority controlled, and most of them are supermajority type controlled, where the Republican Party has a, a true stranglehold on the levers of government for that state. Missouri is one of those states. And in Missouri, there is currently a bill going through uh, the, the process. It's, in, it's a Senate bill that's been offered, uh, Senate Bill 137, that has been offered for consideration. And uh, it's a very, very interesting bill. So I'm going to come back to that in a second. Uh, again, it's Senate Bill 137 sponsored by Senator Carla Esslinger, who's a Republican. I'm going to come back to that. Missouri, much like lots of states, has a bunch of really just awful bills that have been offered that are getting a lot of attention, and deservedly so. You can go to, uh, there's a a website called legiscan.com, and there's a link to what I'm looking at uh, in the show notes if you're so inclined. And... It has the ability to break things down into some categories. And so one of the categories it has is most viewed bills and most monitored bills. Okay. So the most viewed bills, let me, I'm going to rattle off the, the greatest hits here. We have, these are Missouri bills. This one, the, the top most viewed bill includes businesses that host drag performances in the definition of sexually oriented business. So basically trying to make, you know, Hamburger Mary's, which is a place that has a drag brunch uh, that you can go to. It's a very friendly atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. The food's, you know, decent food. And it's just a fun place to be, right? So it would make that just like a strip club, which, of course, they're not the same thing. Uh, but that's that's the point of this bill is to essentially to criminalize drag performances and to make them into something that a lot of them just aren't. So that's one of the that's the most viewed bill in Missouri, for good reason, by the way. Uh, the next one creates and modifies provisions relating to gold and silver. Interesting, right? Then we have one regarding elementary and secondary education, which is SB 42. The drag one, by the way, is House Bill 498, if you're curious in Missouri, if you're, if you're that into it. Uh, and again, there's a link to where you can get all this stuff if you are, uh, you know, so interested in, in doing so. Um, so those are kind of the, the right off the top ones. As I go down the list, uh, modifies and establish provisions relating to protection of children. Uh, we're, you know, we're seeing that theme there, right? Uh, we've got legal age to purchase tobacco products, uh, repeals industrial hemp regulatory program. We've got an income tax related one. Uh, we've got a, uh, TANF, which is temporary assistance for needy families related one. 
We've got one uh, about uh, suspension of students from public school uh, and one that is uh, possession of open container of marijuana in a motor vehicle, which is probably a good idea. (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, Probably a good idea to have that one. Um, But anyway, so those are kind of what's leading the way, right? Now, some of these are going to pass. Some of them aren't going to pass. I'm not convinced the drag one's going to pass anyway. I think it is it is performative art. Now, obviously, people should continue to speak up and, and speak their minds and, and go and be a voice for those who, you know, don't have that ability because it is important to, to speak up for folks. But there's other bills that are probably going to have a little bit better foothold. So one of the most monitored bills prohibits the discussion of gender identity or sexual orientation by school personnel. And it's pretty broad sweeping language that would kind of make it to where basically if a kid ever just, you know, even just randomly told the teacher that they think they can trust, you know, that they're gay or that they think they might, you know, be confused, uh, you know, regarding their gender, that they might that they might have, uh, you know, feelings that they're not, you know, in, in the in the right body that fits their gender identity, that if they even just told that to a teacher, that that teacher could be in trouble, that that teacher could actually be breaking the law. Um, and that's pretty crazy. Uh, it, it's just kind of a crazy thing to, to, to make that, uh, into a law, um, that it could be illegal to even for it to even come up just, just at all. Uh, another one regarding education, uh, one relating to elections, the save women's sports act, which is another one that really relates to education, uh, student participation in athletic contests organized by sex, modifies provisions regarding transparency in public schools and creates the Parents' Bill of Rights, which is a bogus thing that we don't actually need, changes provisions relating to instruction in human sexuality in schools. You see where this is going, right? School, 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 schools, and gender, 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 right? That's what's on the table in a lot of ways. And then in the meantime, a lot of the Republicans who are the most vocal are trying to paint this picture of a sexually charged, obsessed, right, left-wing element that's just just trying to push sex on kids and trying to make kids want to have sex with adults. And it's just not true. Like, it just isn't true at all, right? We, We see story after story that comes out about actual sexual predators, and they come, by the way, from all walks of life. There's no magical thing that says this is where a sexual predator comes from. You don't, you know, people who are in one religion or on one political side of the aisle or whatever, it's not like that's where every sexual predator comes from. They come from across the board, and it's a horrible thing. And it's being made light of to push a particular agenda. And that brings me back to the bill that I originally wanted to talk about, which is Senate Bill 137. So Senate Bill 137 is uh, an amendment to Chapter 170 that would add a new section. And it would, it starts this way. This is, this is the first part of this proposed legislation. The Department of Elementary and Secondary Education shall develop a patriotic and civics training program in order to prepare teachers to teach the principles of American civics and patriotism. Okay. Teaching American civics. Great. We, I had a civics class. I remember that. What does it mean to teach American civics and patriotism? 
what how do we define what patriotism is going to be here is patriotism teaching children to speak their minds is patriotism teaching them to ask questions when something doesn't make sense or is patriotism telling them what to think is it telling them that the white men who owned black men and women and children as property might not be perfect that 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 if we tell them that we're somehow staining american patriotism and american civics so it says here the patriotic and civics training program shall be based on the provisions and principles of the constitution of the united states american history and american institutions the patriotic and civics training program shall also cover the provisions and principles of the constitution of missouri the department may identify and collaborate with local, state, and national civics education organizations and projects in developing and providing the training program. Seems innocent enough, right? Let's talk about the Constitution, talk about American history, talk about the history of American institutions. There's a lot to unpack there, right? It's a lot of complicated stuff to unpack there. Each elementary and secondary education teacher that completes the training program shall receive a one-time bonus of $3,000 from the department. Wait a second. Why are we, why are we wanting to pay teachers $3,000 to do this civics training? And why, are, why is it open to all teachers? Why isn't it history teachers and, and social science teachers? Why is it elementary teachers? Why are they eligible for this? Part four, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education shall promulgate rules and regulations to implement the provisions of this section. Any rule or portion of a rule, as that term is identified in another section, shall become effective only if it complies with and is subject to all provisions of Chapter 536. So that's administrative rulemaking in Missouri. So they have to, to make the rules based on that. So that's the whole bill. It seems pretty innocuous, right? American civics and patriotism, but doesn't define patriotism. It doesn't define what it's going to mean. It doesn't define what American civics is going to be. It doesn't say what you can and can't say about American institutions in American history. But if we look at the other bills, they're going to tell us things that we can and can't talk about. So they're going to box us in. They're going to create an artificial fence around the thoughts that can be shared inside of a school building. They're going to prescribe a very, very narrow and specific set of criteria to force teachers into a very specific lane, a very specific box, so that they can only tell kids that George Washington is nothing but a hero who could not tell a lie. So that they can only tell kids that Thomas Jefferson was nothing but an egalitarian person who loved democracy and learned a lot about the French. So that they can only tell kids that American institutions are the greatest model that have ever existed. You see, it, it, it undercuts the reality of American history. It undercuts all of the things that might make a child say, why do we do it this way? I talk about this all the time on these shows, all the time, that questions. I just talked about it in my open yesterday on Monday's show. If you, if you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's a good show with Rachel and Sean. 
I talk about all the time that questions are the absolute, absolute underpinning of the erosion of power, right? Questions lead to the breakdown of ideology. Questions lead to the breakdown of belief. Questions lead to behavior that might be seen by some as problematic. Questions like, what is my sexual orientation? Questions like, what is my gender identity? Questions like, why did we invent systems that allow other civilians to carry around guns with authority to tell other people if they're doing the right thing or not and sometimes shoot those people? What happened in Memphis, right? What happened in Ferguson? The list is so long. I could just do a show where I just list off places with horrible, horrible police shootings. Questions that need to be asked, by the way, so that we can do things better in the future. And yet here we have Senate Bill 137 in Missouri pushing for the development of a patriotic and civics training program for teachers. Now let's go back. Remember the statistic at the beginning? Three quarters of teachers, three quarters are women. How many of these bills are going directly at public school teachers? A direct frontal assault on public school education where three quarters of the people working there are women. Women who are economically empowered by having that income, women who are empowered by having the retirement, women who are empowered by having the health insurance, it creates autonomy for women in the workforce in a way that didn't used to exist. Not that long ago, by the way. Not that long ago. It's a direct frontal assault. It's, a, it's an assault on people like Jess Piper, host of the Dirt Road Democrat, who was a teacher for 17 years. It's an assault on people like her who stood up, who stood up and said, none of this is right, and I'm going to say something about it. It's a direct frontal assault. We hear all this talk about manhood and manliness Right. What does it mean to be a man? I'm going to redefine masculinity. Josh Hawley is writing a book about masculinity. Why? Where's all this coming from? Where is this rhetoric coming from? Right. Think about how often you see from a Republican, like a Josh Hawley type, right? The word Marxist, the word masculine, and the word American. Right? They keep pushing this over and over and over and over and over again. Let, let me read something to you. I'm going to change some words in the thing that I read. Okay, I'm not going to read it exactly. I'm going to change some words. See if you can guess which words I changed. Okay? <clears throat> Today, women's groups are being formed in Marxist counties, and to that one could only reply, that will never happen here. There are things a man does, and he alone is responsible for them. I would be ashamed to be an American man if ever 
in the event of war, but a single woman were made to go to the front. The woman had her own battlefield. With every child to which she gave birth for the nation, she was waging her battle for the nation. The man stands up for his fellow countrymen just as the woman stands up for the family. A woman's equal rights lie in the fact that she is treated with the high regard she deserves in those areas of life assigned to her by nature. Did you get all that? Where do you think that's from? Maybe Josh Hawley's new book? Maybe something J.D. Vance said? Somebody like that? That was Adolf Hitler. Yeah. That was Adolf Hitler. Talking about what German men needed to be. What German women needed to be. Let me read that last line again. A woman's equal rights lie in the fact that she is treated with the high regard she deserves in those areas of life assigned to her by nature. Do you get the picture now? Do you understand where this is headed? Do you understand what they're aiming at? Now look, don't hear what I'm not saying, okay? I'm not talking about this language being used to then lead to a genocide, okay? I'm not talking in those terms. That is still far too hyperbolic, okay? But you can't ignore, you can't ignore this rhetoric. You can't ignore the line that goes all the way back to this 1935 speech about German patriotism and a woman's place and the way that men need to behave. Men were men and women were women, right? A woman's equal rights lie in the fact that she's treated with the high regard she deserves in those areas of life assigned to her by nature. It sounds exactly like the stuff that these guys are saying. In Missouri, we have these C-minus wannabe legislators who are spouting exactly this kind of stuff every single day. And when they get pushback, they say, why is the left so obsessed with sex? I don't understand. We have Josh Hawley out front saying this exact stuff for well over a year now. This is not by accident. It is not coincidental. It's not happenstance. It is structured, it is organized, and they know what they're doing. And folks have got to understand that level of reality. Yes, there are individual bills that are abhorrent that need our attention. There are groups that are marginalized, and they are trying to make it worse on those groups. And standing up is important. But don't lose sight of the fact that sometimes they're doing that, they're putting those bills out there because they know, they know it's going to draw attention and it's going to draw attention away from things like SB 137 to establish patriotic and civics training programs for teachers. They know it's going to draw away from that because that's not a sexy bill to talk about, right? That bill doesn't get you a news clip. That bill doesn't get you a room full of people testifying. That bill doesn't get the outrage the same way. We have to stay focused 
not on just the trees. We've got to see the forest. We have to be able to zoom out. We have to see the 30,000 foot view. All I did was change a few words in that paragraph, just a few. And it sounded exactly like what these guys are saying. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Online with heartlandpod.com. Subscribe and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.